five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Connecting the Dots. Hello, this is Joseph Brownlee. Joseph Brownlee, your host of Connecting the Dots. Welcome to the show. How's everybody doing? I'd like to say hello. First of all, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Canatudo el punto, canatudo el punto espanol for my Spanish listeners. If I have any Spanish listeners, hello to everyone. Hello to all my international listeners from Great Britain, from the Philippines, from Spain, from Colombia. I'd like to say hello to all you all, all you all, and even Israel, my new international listener, Israel. Thank you all for tuning in to my show. I really spent, I really uh, appreciate that. This is a God show. This is a Bible study show for the ones that's just tuning in. What I do, I just uh, teach people how to read the Bible and teach them how to study the Bible, to put it more precise, to teach you how to study the Bible rightly divided. There's a lot of uh, bad studying, if I could say it that way, or misinterpretation of the Bible because it's so many uh, different denominationals in churches. It's not put a knock on the other denominationals, but it's a lot of denominational churches. The reason being because uh, each denominational, to me, does not know how to really rightly divide God's word. So therefore, there is a problem and there is a really a big error in the churches that call themselves churchdom, or Christendom, and the churches in the church today, churches. Now, what I'm not saying is not saying because they're um, that we don't believe the uh, correct way or I just believe that they're not rightly dividing the word of God does not mean that they're not saved. Okay. So I want to put that out there first. Okay. Excuse me, but I have sinus issues. As uh, I like to reiterate on that sinus issues. So you hear me sniffing or you hear me clearing my throat. And sometimes that happens when I get to talking or I, uh, when I get to ministering or getting uh, and, and things like that. I get congested and I have to clear my vo- voice and clear my nose. No, I don't blow my nose on <laughs> the show. But what I do, I just get to snorting sometimes. It might be a little aggravating and, and gross to some people. But I, I like to apologize for that. Also, I have the sniffles now. So you might hear me sniffle through this podcast. I really don't have too much control over that, okay? But I wanted to get that out there. There will be no announcements today. I was trying to, for now on, I would try to do my podcast and uh, separately from announcements and everything like that. And I would, or I would do an announcement at the end of the podcast, not before because the time constraints. And I want to get all that I can into each teaching. All right. For the ones that I already know and for the newbies, what I am teaching out of this book, I am reading and teaching out of a book. Uh, that's been written, that is written by Marianne Manley out of San Diego, California, sister in Christ, Marianne Manley out of San Diego, California. She, I haven't met her personally, and God knows, God willing, I will be able to meet, meet her one day because she's one of my, she's a, one of my favorite cities, which is San Diego, California. So I would like to meet her one day. She's in one of my favorite cities and everything. So I lived in San Diego, California, uh, approximately 11 years, you know, so uh, I know San Diego pretty well. And I wish I would uh, get the, um, Got to ha- had the chance of meeting Mary and her family back then, you know, but that's another story. But she's the author and she's the writer and uh, of this book called God's Secret, the book that I have been teaching 
and reading out of for the uh, last 23 segments. I think this will be segment 25, I believe. This will be segment 25. So for the newbies that has not heard um, of the readouts or the teachers on those books, you have to go back to the previous 20 four segments not all at one time but just little by little take your time and get all the juice and the meat that you can out of the, the, the previous 24 segments so this will be segment 25 on god's secret what i'm teaching out of now in this segment excuse me as the transformation uh, or the formation excuse me i keep saying transformation that's not correct but a formation of the body of christ the formation of the body of christ so for now i would like to leave, probably get 20 to 25 more minutes longer of teaching on segment 25 the body of christ this is the full trend the forming of the body of christ i don't know why i want to keep saying transforming but it's not a transformation if it was a transformation, that would mean that it would be coming from the kingdom of heaven, uh, uh, saints, to the body of Christ. But this is not a transformation. We are new creatures, so this is the formation of the body of Christ, the church. So I'm going to continue where I left off at. And the ones that don't have no idea of uh, of no clue where I left off, left off at, just go, to, like I said, to my previous 24 segments on this reading and teaching. Okay, here we go. Why did God keep this secret and i'll be reading and i'll be quoting out of a book when i'm i will let you know when it's me just giving you a historical point and trying to give you an understanding of the verses or the context i'll let you know when it when it is me compared to when i'm quoting marianne's lines and, uh, and i'm quoting what she's saying out of her own book okay all right here we go why did god keep this secret god kept the secret so that satan would not know that god's goal was to reclaim both heaven and earth and that Christ would triumph on the cross. Because Satan would not have allowed Christ to be crucified if he knew that God planned to reclaim not only the earth, but also to heaven. Also to heaven. You probably get more information on that in my last segment when I elaborated on that more. Quoting, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world and to our glory, which none of the princes of the world, Satan, his cohorts and people empowered by him knew or had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, what she's just, she's breaking down what I just read from a quote from her book. And this is a scripture which would, would show that in 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8. 1 Corinthians 2, 7 and 8. Okay, continue reading. God called Satan in his own craftiness. Satan thought he had destroyed God's plan when Christ was rejected. But his people, his people, rejected by his people and crucified. But the crucifixion sealed Satan's dome. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he taketh the wise, which is Satan, in their own craftiness. You'll find this in 1 Corinthians 3 and 19. 1 Corinthians 3 and 19. Continue reading. God's wisdom was kept secret from being published in his word because Satan reads the Bible and then tries to foil God's plan. Let me read this again. This is a quote from Marian Manley. God's wisdom was to keep the secret from being published in his word because Satan reads the Bible and then tries to foil God's plan. Satan brought about his own defeat when he crucified Christ and lost everything. Now, if Calvary, Calvary Jesus Christ was victorious over Satan and 
the fallen Satan and the fallen angels, and having spoiled, plundered, robbed principalities and powers, the temporary government domains of Satan and his cohort, cohorts, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. You'll find this in Colossians 2 and 15. Colossians 2 and 15. Continue reading out of a book. Quoting. The secret is revealed, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed from the beginning of the world, has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. You'll find this quote from Ephesians 3, 5, and 9. You'll find this verse in Ephesians 3, 5, and 9. I also like uh, for my new listeners, like I tell my old listeners or my regular followers, to please write these scriptures down and go back to them later, you know, when you have the time, okay? Continue reading. Satan could not trace the plan to build the heavenly body of Christ in the Bible because it was not revealed anywhere in the Bible until it was revealed to Paul. Let me read that again. Satan could not trace the plan to build the heavenly body of Christ in the Bible because it was not revealed anywhere in the Bible until it was revealed to Paul. Continue reading. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable the dispensation of how unsearchable are his ways. The dispensation of grace and the formation of the body of Christ were untraceable until God revealed them, continuing reading through Paul, are his judgments and his ways past finding out. Romans 11 Now, I probably read through that from my, in my last segment. I'm not sure and everything, but this just, I like to just try to catch up on close as I can with certain uh, paragraphs that I left off there. Now, again, I probably, by me not going back before I started this, I probably read through that again, but I hope you got to understand it. And this quite, it's okay to just hear it again, just in case you forget it, all right? Oh, my sinus. Let me continue. God proved that he is the only wise God. 1 Timothy 1 and 17, find that in 1 Timothy 1 and 17. God outsmarted the wisest being that he had created and used the devil, Satan, for his purpose. The key verse in the Bible, now she's going to quote the key verse in the Bible, and also she quotes the only verse of the Bible that tells us how to study the Bible is 2 Timothy 2 and 15. 2 Timothy 2 and 15, which quotes, Study to show thyself approved to God a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, what is rightly divided? That means, you know, it's a breakdown of rightly divided. That just means correctly, correctly putting God's dispensation or his times in the right perspective. You got to, God did not write the Bible in a way, let me put it this way, that is pointed to everyone, if I could put it that way. And I like to break down what God wrote for Moses, he did not write for Noah. What he wrote for Noah, he did not write for Abraham. In other words, and Joshua and Saul and the prophets, Isaiah, Ezekiel, you know, Jeremiah and all the prophets and different, and all the judges and, you know, them and stuff. God did not write the same thing to them. He did not ordain them to do the same thing. He with different times and different dispensations. He broke different ways to get his word out at that particular, not so much time, but at that particular moment, how he wanted his word to get out there. But it leads to one person, Jesus Christ, okay? It always leads to one person, Jesus Christ. So we must learn how to correctly, rightly divide the word of God. We must learn how to rightly divide, divide time past, 
from the Old Testament, which is the law. We must be able to rightly divide the Old, Old Testament from the kingdom program, okay? They all go together, but what I mean by Old Testament and kingdom program, it's a transitional change when it goes even from the Old Testament all the way up to the disciples and John the Baptist and the Jesus. They're still under the law, but it's a transitional change, not so much of the law, okay? I hope you get me right there. So you could just say, in other words, the Old Testament and the kingdom program is under the law. But if you read the Old Testament, starting off with Moses and everything, you'll get more detail of the sacrifices and the things like that, and and, and the Leviticus and uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Numbers, and so what like that, more than you would in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, what basically just talks about the Messiah, their king, the fulfillment of their king, the promise of their Messiah, their Yeshua, their Yeshua, which is Jesus. So therefore, that's what I mean right there. You, they all are under the Old Testament, but you'll get more emphasis on Jesus when it comes to the Mark, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, even though that's Old Testament as well. You can't get the Old Testament and you can't get the kingdom of heaven messages or the kingdom program, which most of you get out of, uh, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, messed up with the church today, which is the body of Christ. You cannot put them all together because those are two different administrations, two different dispensations, like I explained in my previous uh, podcasts. There are two different administrations and everything. I will have other teachers uh, like Trey Searcy and uh, uh, Justin Johnson and other teachers later on down the line to really break this stuff down. They can really elaborately and really uh, really explain it better than I can, but I'm just trying to give you give you in a layman terms the best way that Joseph can, okay? Rightly divided, we just cannot mix it together. You cannot mix law with grace. You cannot mix law with grace. You must learn how to rightly divide, okay? All right, continue reading out for a book. The instruction is to rightly divide with truth, not error. What you're trying to rightly divide, I should have said this earlier, is from truth, but truth from truth. What it is, you rightly, all God's word is truth. All the word of God is truth, but you must learn, you must learn how to divide or rightly divide truth from truth. Okay, all God's word is truth, but all God's truth in his word is not to everybody at one time. Was for the kingdom program. That truth is for the kingdom program. What was for the Abrahamic uh, and the twelve patriarchs then? That truth is for them. What was for the time past in Genesis on down? You know, from Adam and Eve all the way to Noah and etc. and stuff like that. There was a different truth. We cannot smuggle and bundle it all together and just apply it to the church today. That's what I mean. So we must learn how to rightly divide the word of truth. Okay, let me get this tablet because the tablet keeps going out which I do not like when they keep blacking out like that. Okay, let's continue reading. Going over again. The instruction is to rightly divide truth, not error from truth, but truth from truth. All the Bible is truth, like I re reiterated earlier, but it needs to be divided up so we know which part is our truth. It makes sense that Paul, who told us to divide truth, would also tell us how to divide truth, and he does that in Ephesians chapter 2. He does that in Ephesians chapter 2. Continue reading. The Ephesians chapter in Ephesians chapter 2, Paul gives us three time divisions. Time past, but now, and ages to come. Now that's why a lot of us 
so-called name, if you name look at us, you would say a dispensationalist, which I don't like, or you call us mid-ax dispensationalists, which is okay, but I don't like to be termed as a name. I'm a Bible believer that likes to write the divine. I'm a child of God. But when you hear the term time past, but now and ages to come. Now, I'm going to continue to let her break it down. In time past, you'll find that in Ephesians 2.11, which reads, 11 to 12, which reads, Wherefore, remember that ye in time past were Gentiles in the flesh. And he's talking about what Gentiles was doing in the flesh in time past. Who are called the uncircumcision. Remember, I explained whenever you hear the term, uncircumcision that is talking about the Gentiles. Whenever you hear the term uncircumcision that is talking about the Gentiles. What does Gentiles mean? Nations. Remember, Gentiles mean nations. Okay. By which, by that which is called the circumcision. Now the circumcision, remember, say it out loud. I know I can't hear you. <laughs> but remember the circumcision means Jews. Whenever you hear the term circumcision, that means Jews. Okay. So let me read this over again so you can get an idea of uh, what's going on. In time past, Ephesians 2, 11 and 12. Now, time past, this mentions in Ephesians. Wherefore, remember that you were, you were being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision, the Gentiles, the nations, by that which is called the circumcision, which is the Jews, Israel, and the flesh made by hands, that at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers for the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Okay, I got about what? what? Five more minutes or seven more minutes to go. Okay, reading. But now, now here's the but now part. This is how it is now. With the uh, you got the time pass that's what that, that was explaining where the Gentiles and where we were. I'm just gonna say we because anybody that's not a Jew is a Gentile. That we how we were in time past. Okay, Gentiles in the flesh made by hands. That at that time you were without Christ, we were without Christ. We weren't under the covenants or under the promises as Israel was. Being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. Okay, anyone that comes to your country that does not belong to your country or was not born to your country is considered an alien or considered a foreigner. So therefore, as a Gentile nation, we was considered foreigners and aliens, you know, uh, compared to Israel. Israel was the covenant ones. Israel was the ones with the promises. So anyone that was trying to get involved with Israel or coming to the, uh, Israel's nation uh, singular was considered a foreigner or they was considered a Gentile or they were considered an alien. Okay. All right. That at the time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise. Remember, the covenants was only for Israel. Having no hope and without God in the world. Okay. But now, Ephesians 2 and 13. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off and made nigh by the blood of Christ. Remember, we used to be far off. We wasn't under the covenants and we wasn't under the promises like Israel. Now, the ages to come, you'll find this in Ephesians 2 and 7. It's important to write these scriptures down and go back to them later. Ages to come, 2 and 7, that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness to, toward us, who is us, the, uh, us, the body of Christ, through Christ Jesus. That's Gentiles and Jews all together. Jesus Christ revealed us. He revealed to us through Paul how to divide the word of God. Now, I'm quoting Mary and Manly saying this. She's explaining. Jesus Christ revealed to us through Paul how to divide the word of God. Continue reading. 
A distinctive feature indicating that time past is in effect is whenever God makes a distinction between the Jews and all other nations. Now, let me explain that. If you don't know what this is saying, let me read this again. A distinctive feature, which is very important, indicated that time past is in effect is whenever God makes a distinction between the Jews and all our nations. One way to know when you're out of your program when it's not talking about the church, the body of Christ, is when God is showing a distinction. When he's separating the Jews from the nations, when he's separating the Jews from the Gentiles, you will know, you know all together he's not talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about the separation. He's talking about the kingdom program, okay? He's talking about the law. So anytime you read the Bible, you go back to the Old Testament, to the prophets, or you go through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or you go through James and Second Peter, First Peter, and books like that in Jude. Therefore, there's a separation because he's talking to Israel. Always remember that he's talking to Israel. Anytime you're reading the Bible, let me make it simple, and I'm going to continue about five more minutes. Anytime you're reading the Bible in the Old Testament, Old Testament begins what? Remember that? Exodus 24. Remember the Old Testament started in Exodus 24. I talked about that in my, my several podcasts back. Very important you remember that. It did not start in Genesis. Genesis is the beginning. But anytime you hear them talking about when it comes uh, pertaining to the law, there's a separation. So the law goes all the way through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John as well. They are still under the law. There's a separation with Jews and Gentiles all the way up to Acts 9. And then you see a slowly but surely transition all the way up to Acts 9. That's Acts 2. That's not the beginning of the church. Not the body of Christ anyway. Because there's different churches. Not the body of Christ. Anytime from, just say, from Exodus 24 all the way up to Acts 9, it's the law. It stops at right there because there's a transition when uh, Jesus ushers in the Apostle Paul who was then Saul then Shaul he ushers in the Apostle Paul to bring in the body of Christ you know it, it doesn't happen right away but it is slowly but surely the body of Christ is being formated the body of Christ is being formed so therefore anything before Acts 9 is a separation with Jews and Gentiles. Anything before Acts 9 is a separation between Jews and Gentiles. After Acts 9, it's, it's a transition or it's a formation with the body of Christ, slowly but surely, into Jews and Gentiles for the first time, which is one of the uh, uh, one of the other mysteries of the teachings of the Apostle Paul that was revealed to him by Jesus Christ in his heavenly ministry. Okay. All right. A distinctive, I'm reading out of a book again, that was me just giving you a historical breakdown of what, what uh, so you can have some type of understanding where she was going. A distinctive feature indicating that time passes in effect is whenever God makes a distinction between the Jews and all other nations. Okay, I just broke that down, what that meant, if you, for the ones that did not know. The distinction is called the middle wall of partition, partition which you'll find in Ephesians 2 and 14. Ephesians 2 and 14. God gave Israel the covenant of circumcision. You can find it in Genesis 17. When did God give the covenant of circumcision? That will be found in Genesis 17. Write these scriptures and verses down. It's very important. It's for your learning. It's for your learning. God gave Israel the covenant of circumcision. You will find it in Genesis 17. Genesis 17. Make them unlike all other nations, nations plural, Gentile nations. When God added the law by Moses, he solidified the difference between the Jews and Gentiles. That's when the, when the law came, there was, a, there was a separation. Okay, there was a separation. The Jews was created, uh, and it came out of Abram, 
which was, was turned into Abraham. The Jews was created. So there was a separation then when it started through the Abrahamic covenant. That separation started with the Jews and the, and the other nations, which is the Gentiles. Let me read this again. God gave Israel oh, this tablet. Come on. God gave Israel the covenant of circumcision. You find in Genesis 17, making them unlike all other nations. When God added the law by Moses, he solidified the difference between the Jews and Gentiles, even more though, or even more through dietary and other laws. In fact, Israel was given a total of 613 laws by God. Now, anybody asks you how many laws was given to Israel, always remember, always remember, there were 613 laws that God gave to Israel under that covenant. 613 laws they had to obey. They break one, they break them all. 613 laws. They had different type of rituals they had to go through. They had the, they had the, different, the difference between the Jews and the Gentiles. They had dietary. It was certain foods they could not eat and certain ones they could eat. And there was other laws. They had different governments. So Israel was a nation by itself compared to the nations of the Gentiles. Okay, bro? So remember, whenever someone asks you future uh, saints in the future, remember, how many laws was it? If somebody asks you, tell them, remember, write this down. There were 613 laws by God that he gave to Israel under the covenant. I'm going to read this and I'm going to stop. The nation of Israel was born out of Egypt. Remember that the nation of Israel was born out of Egypt. He set the nation, nation, and she does this right. She put nation. She didn't say nations. Remember, Israel is a nation. Back then, they're with the nations now. But there was a nation back then before they got cut off, you know, before they got temporarily cut off, according to Romans 11, 11. So he said the nation Israel, the circumcision above the rest of the nations, plural. Whenever the word of God distinguishes between Jews and Gentiles. Remember, distinguishes. That means he makes a difference. There's a difference between Jews and Gentiles in time past. In the body of Christ, the church today, there's no difference. There's no Jew, remember? There's no Gentile. We all are one. Remember that. We all are one. Okay. Okay. I'm clogging up pretty bad. I'm sorry about that, the, the bad sounds. But I hope you got something out of this. I'm going to stop right there because I want to get right into the next teaching uh, about that. So I'm going to leave off right there. Then I'm going to get back to it. And I'm going to talk about us being ambassadors for Christ according to the uh, secret. This book that I'm reading out of by Marion Manley, I like to also call it the treasure hunt. The treasure hunt, you know, you know, because it is a treasure hunt. You learn the Bible. If you don't learn the Bible this way, and I'll put a seal on this, if you don't learn the Bible this way, you cannot really fully understand or learn, understand what God's word is saying rightly. It will always, it will always be a confusion. If you don't learn how to rightly divide God's word dispensationally, you must learn which administration, which stewardship, or which program, or which agency God is talking to when it comes to his miraculous, incredible word. This ancient book is very powerful. This ancient book will explain to you who the author is talk talking to. It will exegesis you through what his word is saying. If you slowly but surely read his word like I have learned to do and look at the word and look at the content and look and pay attention to who, what, where the author is talking to, you can learn the Bible. The spiritual parts of the Bible, the deep things, the, the revelations is all on the Holy Spirit. The 
ones that's not saved. I mean, the ones that saved, they will have. We have the Holy Spirit sealed in us to help us to walk us through what we're gonna have to put the sweat equity in ourselves to, uh, to study God's word, to study to show ourselves approved, according to Second Timothy two and fifteen, to learn how to rightly divide the word of truth, rightly divide the sword of God in its right perspective. When we talk to ourselves and other believers as a church and a family, and what we go witnessing will help our witnessing when we understand what part and what program and what um, position that we are when it comes to the Word of God in the Bible, okay? All right, this is Joseph Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Joseph Brownlee of Connecting the Dots. Stay tuned. This is program 25, segment 25, the formation of the body of Christ. It's probably about section four and that when it comes to formation of the body of Christ. We're going to get into the new creatures and ambassadors next in this teaching book that will come in its entirety on my next teaching. I like to try to keep them as close together as I can. I try to do two segments every week because of my time constraints with my job and stuff like that. When I get away from my job, I will be doing more and more teachings on this. But for the time being, I like to just keep it within. Uh, that's why you might see a stretch. You might not see doing everything. I might do a little Bible verse teaching, something new that I'm going to do in between. But basically, when it comes to God's seeking, until I get through with this book, it will be about Lord's willing. Uh, every couple, every week, I would do about two segments. You know, just say today is 24. Uh, do, I'm doing it, uh, the 25th. I would be doing the 26th the same day, so you can understand why they always come out like that. That'll give you an idea and bravo. After you get those two, the next one, uh, Lois only won't come out until that following week. Okay, I hope you got that. Uh, hope you got that understanding right there. I love you all. God bless you all. This is the Body Christ Bible teaching for believers only. If you're not a believer, you know what to do. You must believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he done on the cross. You must believe it, but you must come with a contrary heart to receive it. Believing and receiving goes out together. You just cannot see it. You got to believe it and you got to receive it. You know, generally, and God's the only one. I'm not me or the saints. He's the only one. No, if you come in with the right heart to receive what he's done in your life. That's that's when you believe. Believing is receiving at the same time. God bless you all. This is Joseph Brown at Connecting the Dust. I love you all. Stay tuned for the next segment in the formation of the body of Christ out of this outstanding book by Marian Manley, God's Secret. Bye-bye. Love you all. Peace out.